welcome to the Stepping Into Meaningful Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Stepp. I'm a relationship and human design coach, and this podcast is designed to help you create a stronger connection to yourself so you can transform the relationships around you, whether that be with your partner, a friend, a parent, a child, or your business. We'll be looking at relationships through the lens of human design, and my guests and I will bring you the tools, tips, and tricks to create deeply meaningful connections with others. But first, let's start with you. The most important relationship you have is the one with yourself. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Stepping Into Meaningful Relationships. I'm excited to be chatting with you today about the one thing you need to do in order to become more confident and courageous. Now, it's something we've talked about before, but what we're going to be chatting about today is about lowering the volume on our inner critic and using him or her for our own benefit. So if you are ready to step into a more confident, courageous version of yourself, then you're in the right place as we dive into befriending and quieting our inner critic. Now, some of you may be sitting here thinking, I have an affirmation practice, right? I spend hours a day staring in the mirror, giving myself these positive pep talks and reciting these positive affirmations. And yet you may be doing that and still finding that the negative chatter never seems to end. So the struggle is real, right? The struggle to quiet our inner critic can be really hard. But here's the game changer, right? While we can't completely drown out our inner critic entirely, we do have the power to control the volume at which our inner critic speaks. And even as I alluded to, we can befriend our inner critic and use them as a key to unlock a deeper awareness of our unhealthy patterns and negative limiting beliefs. Now, hear me out. First things first, right? You get to decide how much attention you even pay to your inner critic, right? So if you have spent endless hours reciting positive affirmations, then the reason why it's not working for you is because of your subconscious mind, right? Your subconscious mind holds the beliefs and the perceptions that have held you back. So you may be sitting here thinking, okay, well, how do I stop criticizing and doubting myself? Don't we all have an inner critic? And we do, right? But maybe it's time to tell your inner critic to pipe down. So while it's not your fault that you carry these inner child wounds, these limiting beliefs that have impacted your behaviors and your patterns and your actions and your thoughts, it is your responsibility to do the inner work to rewrite these limiting beliefs and to heal your inner child wounds, especially if you want to, number one, confidently step into your most powerful and authentic expression. Number two, be able to ask for what you need in your relationship. Number three, feel safe standing up for yourself and your values without fear of confrontation. Four, create deep and fulfilling emotional connections with others. Five, be comfortable using your voice and being visible in your relationships, in business, and in your community. And six, Feel seen, heard, and recognized for who you are without overgiving, sacrificing, or compromising. 
and ultimately drop the mask that you've been hiding behind out of a fear of rejection or abandonment. So are you ready to tell your inner critic to shut the F up? (laughs) Pardon the curse, although I didn't actually say the bad word. Um, So, you know, if you're ready to do that, then here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Number one, I have a brand new free guided meditation called Pipe the F Down that you can listen to that is a powerful tool that's designed to help you silence your inner critic, find your courage, and rebuild your confidence. The other thing I encourage you to do is that when your inner critic does show up, and now you're aware, right, when you hear that negative chatter in your head, I would love for you to take a minute, pause, take a deep breath, get curious and begin to ask questions, right? Begin to dive deeper into understanding the narrative that has been created. What is that narrative that's trying that it's trying to protect you from, right? So our inner critic, if we look at this from an internal family systems perspective, the inner critic shows up as a way to protect us, right? If we hold these inner child wounds potentially that we are not worthy, that we're not valuable, that we're not important, that we're not lovable, then that inner critic shows up to try and protect us from actually feeling that, right? And I know that sounds sort of counterintuitive because you're like, wait a second, you know, why would my inner critic come and start criticizing me as a way to protect me from feeling not valuable? Like it's just making me feel worse. It makes me feel even less valuable, right? However, our inner critic shows up as a way to, and this sounds backwards, but motivate us to keep going to continue to prove our value, right? To prove that, you know, this negative chatter is not correct, right? These negative thoughts that we keep believing. It's a way of like, it's almost like a sick way of motivating us to kind of keep going and to keep pushing and to keep trying and over-efforting and over-giving. And so I know that sounds probably like a little bit backwards, but that's generally what's happening, right? The inner critic's also trying to prevent us from really seeing some of these deeper narratives that are running in the background. I think it's almost like a distraction away from it. Um, But really, you know, the idea here is that I want you to start to get curious about, you know, what is it that happened that maybe is triggering your inner critic, right? Because usually your inner critic is not just going to be responding to you doing the dishes, right? There's going to be something that happens. Your inner critic is going to show up. It's going to make you feel badly for how you handle the situation, for something that you did, something that you said. And as a result, that negative chatter starts to begin. So pay attention to what's triggering you or what's triggering that inner critic to show up so that you can get curious and ask more questions to try and understand, well, what is it that happened that pointed towards some sort of perception that I have about myself or a limiting belief or narrative that I'm telling myself, right? And I want you to kind of almost imagine replaying the scene of the trigger to try and understand a little bit more and tune into how you feel in your body, what emotions came up for you during that incident so that you can start to uncover what it is that that inner critic is really driving at right? And it could be just the idea that you're not important, right? 
It's it's actually highlighting for you. That inner critic, yes, it could be motivating you, but on the other hand, what it's doing is it's highlighting actually for you your deep inner wounds, right? Your insecurities. And it's kind of harping on that. So it's almost like if you can work together with your inner critic to become more self-aware of your triggers, of your deep inner child wounds, then you can actually start to do the work to heal those things, which will in effect lower the volume on your inner critic, right? And then we can actually train our minds. And this is more of like a positive psychology approach where we can start training our minds to really look out for more of the positive things instead of focusing on the negative, right? Because that's another part of this is we have to rework our brains because we have a we're very much geared towards like a negativity bias, right? Where we're going to believe something negative much more easily than we will believe something that's positive. So if we can, at the end of our day, focus on all of the positive things that happened, right? Or even like the positive things that people have said to us or things that went well for us that day, right? And we can celebrate those like little successes and wins that we have throughout the day, then we're going to focus more on the positive than we are on the negative. So that's another way in which we can sort of quiet this negative inner chatter that's happening in the background. You know, oftentimes we find that our inner critic shows up as a way to sort of help us self-sabotage, right? So what I'm talking about, digging a little bit deeper and getting curious when your inner critic shows up, you know, understanding that maybe you have some self-sabotaging patterns that are showing up and trying to get curious about why, you know, why is this self-sabotaging pattern showing, right? Why am I trying to, you know, stop something from happening? Or why am I trying to ruin something that seems to be going really well? And oftentimes when we do this deep inner work and we start to get curious about it, you know, we could realize that perhaps our subconscious mind is resisting us even trying to meet that goal, right? Or allowing something good to come into our lives. And it could be that, you know, there's a fear around, again, not being worthy enough to receive, right? To have this really good relationship or have this really great opportunity come our way. Um, It could also be that, you know, our mind is trying, our subconscious mind is trying to protect us from a perceived negative outcome, right? Like, oh, well, if I take this job that sounds so amazing and is, it sounds like it's so aligned for me, but what if I take it and I fail, right? What if I get into this relationship and I spend more time with this person and I fall even more in love with them and then they break my heart, right? So, That's where like our inner critic, when we tune into what it's saying and what potentially the motivation is for it, right? What the underlying perceptions are, you know, it can really help us. And a lot of times, you know, these self-sabotaging patterns or the, the inner critic will show up and it's reflecting back to us that there's some kind of underlying fear that we need to face, right? Whenever we're in an uncomfortable situation, even your mind likes comfort, right? It likes things to stay the same. So any kind of change with a new situation, a new relationship, a new opportunity may be perceived as painful, right? Or potentially painful or um, potentially might lead to this, like, again, negative outcome. 
So what happens is, is, you know, the inner critic shows up and these self-sabotaging patterns show up, which forces us to fall back on these old unhealthy habits to maintain the comfort, right? And perceived stability that our mind craves, right? The mind is trying to keep us safe at all times. So, you know, understanding that this is a a pattern, right? Or the self-sabotage can be like a habit even that comes up and is oftentimes voiced through our inner critic, it can lead us to, again, like become more aware of these patterns, be more aware of why they're showing up, right? It could even lead to procrastination, right? It could lead to people pleasing. It could lead to perfectionism, right? Like your inner critic could show up and be like, well, you're not doing a good enough job or you need to try harder, or you need to be there more for your partner, or you need to give more, or you need to do more in order for this to work out. So your inner critic can really sponsor a lot of these really unhealthy patterns of behavior that we need to disrupt, right? We need to break the habit of those patterns and those cycles. So once you start to tune into your inner critic and you're able to focus and identify what those are, it then helps us gain a better understanding of when they're showing up and then drowning out that inner critic, right? Being able to take that volume and dial it down because then we can understand ourselves better. Like, oh, I know why this is showing up. I know why, you know, my inner critic is saying these things. She's trying to keep me safe. She's trying to prevent me from failing. She's trying to prevent me from going out of my comfort zone. She's trying to prevent me from facing confrontation or conflict or something else that might be deemed uncomfortable. Or maybe she's trying to keep me from feeling inadequate in some way. Especially if this is around a lot of like your goals, right? Your goal setting that you're doing for yourself, whether that be in your business or just like your personal health goals, for example, your inner critic can show up and try to basically keep you the same, keep you in the status quo. Because otherwise, you know, you might actually try something new and something different. And oh my gosh, what if it doesn't go well? So, how do we begin to just change our patterns? Well, Obviously, it's hard, right? Because a lot of these patterns are habits. They are the patterns become habits when, you know, they are in our subconscious programming. We just kind of revert back to them. It's such a subconscious thing that we're not even aware of it. And that's why I want you to bring awareness to your inner critic, to your habits, to your patterns, to your limiting beliefs, to your self-perception so that you can identify when Things are happening that are triggering these patterns and behaviors and these thoughts. And so once you build the awareness around it, then you can start to actually set, you know, let's just say clear and firm boundaries, right? Boundaries around building up small positive habits gradually. Because if we try to make too many significant changes at once, when we're trying to disrupt and change our patterns and our behaviors and our thoughts, your nervous system is basically probably going to feel overwhelmed. And when that happens, you're just going to end up giving in to old destructive patterns instead, right? You're going to go back to these old unhealthy patterns because again, they feel safe, even though we now are aware that they're unhealthy. These patterns and these habits are ways in which we've learned to cope. 
And so when we're triggered, we are constantly relying back on our innate coping strategies and mechanisms that have been in place for years at this point, right? These are strategies and mechanisms that we have taken on, you know, from our childhood, right? A lot of these, again, like I mentioned, these inner child wounds, they come from from our, our childhood trauma. And so, you know, it can be really hard to make a big change very quickly, right? To just like, like I said, like just silencing your inner critic is going to probably not feel necessarily, quote unquote, safe to do, even though, you know, we consciously are aware that it's destructive, right? Or self-sabotaging in its own way. So the idea here is to take small steps, right? To make small changes, to even take potentially some of your habits and tweak them a little bit so that they become a little bit healthier, right? Like making these small little micro changes are a really good way to start eliminating some of these, you know, negative beliefs and unhealthy habits that we have. What I love to do to help people rewrite their limiting beliefs and start to disrupt some of these patterns and cycles is I love bringing EFT into this. So EFT is the emotional freedom techniques. You may have heard me talk about them before or tapping um, because it's been proven to rewire neural pathways, right? Or in other words, rewrite your subconscious programming or AKA self-limiting beliefs. And it's a technique that you can use on your own, you know, or you can work with a practitioner like me Um And it's really this very gentle technique that helps you access the deeper layers of your subconscious and has been scientifically proven to lower your cortisol levels, right? Your stress hormones. And when we're triggered, what happens, right? Our stress hormones, right? Our cortisol like spikes. It goes up, you know, it it rises within our bodies because we're responding to a potential threat or a stressful situation, right? Which we perceive whatever's going on that causes us stress, we're perceiving it as a threat, right? That's kind of like the way that our nervous system works. It's a subconscious belief that something that we are facing or enduring is a threat. It's dangerous. And that's why we go into fight or flight or freeze or fawning and people pleasing, right? So anyway, I don't want to kind of get too much off on a tangent here about EFT, but it really is, I believe, a very effective way of working through a lot of this. But I would love for you to download my brand new free guided meditation. Um, In order to do that, there will be a link in the show notes so that you can get access to it. This guided meditation is another really good way to help you bring more awareness to some of these patterns, but also to help you let go of this inner critic, right? To help you dial down on the volume. And then of course, there are additional steps that you'll need to do, as I've mentioned and outlined for you in this episode which I really hope you found helpful. So if you have any questions, please feel free to get in touch with me. If you have any feedback for me on the meditation or even on this episode, I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have an idea of something that you'd like for me to talk about on the podcast, please feel free to also shoot me an email because I'm always looking for feedback and ideas. I'm here to serve what you guys need as my audience, and I want to do that in the highest and best way possible to provide you very valuable content that's helpful and that's going to improve your life, right? Improve your relationship with yourself and ultimately the relationships with everyone else around you. So until next week, everyone, be well. 
If you're hearing this message, that means you've listened all the way to the end. And for that, I am truly grateful. If you enjoyed this episode and found it valuable, would you mind leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts and sharing it with others? If you'd like to connect with me for one-on-one coaching or human design reading, you can find me on my website or on social media. Also, if you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on a future episode, please DM me. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Stepping Into Meaningful Relationships.